Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is clickety-clack. Let's talk some smack. So if you don't know me, which I don't know if you do. Honestly, we're pretty small right now. Um, you know that I love, I love some criminal shit, as in um, I am a total crime junkie. I love all of the criminal activity. I just want to hear about it all day. So today I thought it would be fun to go on Reddit, see what the criminals are up to, as in what is the dumbest criminal thing that, um, that people are posting. So I'm going to be reading um, other people's posts. Um, I will share my own story at the end of a dumb criminal. So this guy says, he's a cop, and he says that he gets a call for shoplifting from the local CVS. I check the area and see two guys matching the description. I detain them, and sure enough, they had a couple of Coronas and some off-brand whiskey. I confirm with CVS they were suspects, and the alcohol was their property, and they wanted to prosecute them. All is good. My state requires me to take them to the station, book them, get them fingerprinted, then they're issued a citation and released with a court date a couple of months out. While driving to the station, I asked what they were doing, stealing alcohol. One guy says, they're only 20 and since they weren't old enough to buy it, they just decided to steal it. No big deal, young people make stupid mistakes. I get to the jail, book them in, and start filling out the citation. The citation requires a birth date and age. I do the math on the one birthday, and sure enough, the guy is 21, meaning he is old enough to buy alcohol. I go back into the jail and verify his birthday. Yep, same one he had listed on his driver's license. I redo the math out loud, 21 years old. I ask, how old are you again? He replies, 20, sir. I said, you turned 21 last month. Again, he is adamant. No, I turned 20. I just left it at that. Guy stole beer because he forgot his age and thought he wasn't old enough to buy it and went to jail because of it. Here is the victim of a crime. A little over a month ago, my apartment was broken into whilst my boyfriend was still inside. He works nights, so midday he's fast asleep and didn't notice the guy come in and rummage around until he throws the bedroom door open, panics, seeing my boyfriend, and runs off. My boyfriend looks around the apartment to find laptops, tablets, etc. are still there. He must have run off before getting into all that. But a handful of smaller valuables, such as USBs, keys, wallets, they were gone. He also did a fair amount of damage rummaging around and spray painting our walls. Also, he ate our biscuits. What was there, however, was the idiot's bags. He left his school rucksack containing schoolwork, some of our possessions, his ID, some years old school papers, and his parents' phone numbers on it. So already he's an idiot. We know he is. The police are having a laugh with us a little later about it. And one of them takes my BF statement. We hear a knock at the door. I go to answer as a friend said he was coming over anyways. And I find the guy from the ID outside my door. He looks at me, then at the police officer behind me, still holding the bags, and asks, Can I have my bags back, please? After a stunned moment, he's grabbed by the police officer and my boyfriend confirms that this is the guy 
he is arrested on the spot. The police said it was the dumbest thing they'd ever seen. It also made the local news. My old roommate is slash was a cop. He came home to tell me an ATM was robbed after hours for $15,240. The next day, the man who robbed the ATM deposited $15,240 into his personal bank account at the bank he robbed the night prior. Another time, a lad had just broken into the pharmacy and stolen some drugs. Sleeping tablets, which he started taking, maybe to hide the evidence. Who knows how these people's minds work? There's a foot chase, which gets slower and slower and slower. I ended up just walking behind him. The guy fell asleep while I was booking him. So this man goes to a pharmacy, steals sleeping pills. He notices he needs to run away from the cops, and he just starts popping them as he's running. And he's, he's falling asleep while he's running away. Ooh, love it. My dad is a cop, and he was interrogating a robber, which was denying that he had any involvement since the start in this robbery. Her dad's interrogating him, and he says, The man told us that you robbed him at $500. Then the robber replies, No, it was only 300 He basically gave himself up. So this person is not a cop, but they say, I am a nurse at a very busy emergency room in a large city. We had a guy come in police custody for multiple reasons. One being that he was combative and very high. Long story short, we found various drugs up his ass. His response? Those aren't mine. I will say I'd love to get an emergency nurse on this podcast because they have some of the best stories. This one? Those aren't mine. Maybe they aren't his. Maybe he's just a mule. We don't know the whole story, but I would love to get an emergency nurse on here. I would interview all the other nurses I know because, trust me, honey, I know a lot, but I don't know what their patient privacy rules are considering um, that they're much more personal nurses and not just one-and-done kind of nurses, like emergency room nurses. My mom's cousin was a bank robber, starting off with great familial ties. I love it. My mom's cousin was a bank robber. The time he got caught, he went into the bank, scoped the place out, left to go back to his bicycle. Yes, the motherfucker rides a bike to rob banks. He put his mask on, robbed the bank. Police see the tapes, see the bank robber was wearing the exact same clothes as the guy who left less than a minute before. And that was that. Not a cop, but I grew up around criminals, so I've had lots of interactions with them. My first stepdad, my first stepdad, okay, all right just the first stepdad, was once arrested for selling stolen farm equipment, like massive tractors and shit, to an undercover officer. That seems like it'd be very hard to cover up. Anyways, several years later, he was again arrested for the exact same thing by the exact same officer, who was in disguise this time. Several years after that, he once again was arrested for nearly the same crime, by the same officer who was dressed as a woman. The only difference this time being that he was trying to sell stolen chain link fencing instead of tractors or whatever. How? Okay, first off, I need to know a couple things. 
How small was this town? Two, was there more farm equipment than people? This is quite possible depending on the community. So I just need to know what John Deere um, municipality this was in because this just seems, it, it seems rather difficult to steal large farm equipment and to get away with it. SO here, I don't know what that is. Criminal officer? I don't know what that means. We had an inmate who got really high and drunk before breaking into a house. He stumbled over a couch and it flipped onto his legs and he passed out. The couch cut off his circulation in his legs and the owner came home to a passed out man in their house. He lost his legs and his prison name is Legs. <laughs> That's not funny, but it's funny. Not a cop, but I used to be a Macy's loss prevention guy. We had three teens coming in with literally mountains of condoms in their pockets. <laughs> okay. Someone came to pick them up, but it wasn't a relative. Macy's policy is if they stole under $100, they get to be picked up. These kids stole about $1,300 worth of clothes. The person who tried to come and pick them up was someone who stole from us before. The fact that the person who came to pick these kids up didn't expect that we weren't going to be looking for her was fucking hilarious. Why would... Okay. All right. I just... Hold on. Where did they get all these condoms from? I understand that they probably stole those too, but how do you steal that many? Were they like dropping on the ground like breadcrumbs? I have more questions. My cousin got into drugs fairly young, again with the family stories. I love it. And was doing crime to support it, as they do. We have a TV show called Crime Watch where they ask people to identify criminals, and the family was watching one day, and he was on it. He had broke into a car and stole a checkbook, back when those were a thing, forged a check, and had gone into the bank to cash it. Normally, I'm sure this would have worked, but the teller refused to cash it. He asked why. She said, because that's my checkbook. At which point he ran. Seems he was so stupid, he had stole it from a car parked in the staff parking lot of the bank and was trying to cash it. Of course, being a large family and him being well-known for his idiocy, everyone saw this and called in saying who he was. Oh, the family narked on him too? All right, I guess that's okay. It's still funny. Not a cop, but my uncle got done for armed robbery. Cops, we know it was you. We found your fingerprints on the shotgun. Uncle, impossible. I was wearing gloves. He got eight years. All right, time for my criminal stories. So, one day, I'm coming home, and it's pretty late. And I go down my street, and I have to make a U-turn, but there was cars where I was supposed to like do a u-turn so I had to go a little bit further down the street. I do a u-turn but I look down this road and there's a man carrying a grill. A full grill. Not like a George Foreman like little mini thing. A full huge grill. He had clearly taken the propane tank out of it but the man was literally just walking down the street with a huge grill. I call my parents because I I also don't want to get out of the car if this man's stealing a grill. I don't know if he's on something. So I call my parents. They come out. And then my dad calls the cops, telling them that there's a man with a grill going down the street. This next one goes out to a very special gal. 
So I'm a hairstylist, and this was the first salon that I had um, worked at. We had worked in a mall, and there was a bunch of restaurants around it. So a lot of the workers would come in, and, like, we would know where they worked and all this kind of stuff, or, like, we would go to their work. So, like, everybody kind of knew each other in this mall. Um, We have her name on file along with her phone number. Call her name. I do a really full consultation because that's what I always do because I always want to give people what they want. So it's not that much. It's, you know, like an inch off, redo the layers, refresh her bangs. So it's just me up front and um, one of my friends who's also a hairstylist there. She heard the entire consultation. She was watching the whole time sitting in the chair next to my chair in which this woman was sitting. And we were all chatting and talking and it was totally fine. I do, you're supposed to do a midway checkpoint. However, I check in with people all the time just to make sure things are going the way that they want to. So I do the mid checkpoint, I do everything, and the whole time she's saying it's great, she really, really likes it, um, she's very vocal about it, and she's also telling me about um, how she uses this other woman's hairstyling license to go get color, which, by the way, is illegal. And I think that's kind of fishy. So then I keep cutting her hair, don't say anything about it, and then I say, all right, I'm just going to do the last uh, little details, and then you're going to be good to go. She had seen herself the entire time in the mirror as I was cutting her hair. Then she all of a sudden says, oh no, this isn't what I wanted. Oh no. And she rips off her cape and she runs out of the salon. My friend and I are sitting there like, wait, wait, what just, what just happened? And I asked my friend, I was like, that was what she wanted, right? Like, what happened? And she was like, yeah, no, you were doing great. So we went and called our manager And she was like, okay, well, we're going to have to file a police report. So not only did we have this woman's name, her phone number, she also worked at a restaurant within the mall who all the hairstylists have gone to. We knew exactly who she was. We knew where she worked. This woman was just trying to get a free haircut. She was just trying to get a free haircut. The haircut didn't even look different from what she had before, except like an inch shorter. And guess what? My salon pressed charges against her. So this woman was such an idiot and she couldn't just pay for a fucking haircut. We literally could have gone into her workplace and been like, hey, you need to, you need to pay for this. Like what? What? Bitch, we have your name and your phone number and we know where you work. You have literally served our hairstylist before. I can't believe people. Honestly, I can't believe people. I'm sorry that this is a short episode. It's finals week, so we're just dealing with what we can do. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you really enjoyed um, us talking about some criminals. You guys know my socials. They're in the description box. Uh, Instagram is meglagoof, M-E-G-L-A-G-O-O-F. Clickety Clack does have its own Instagram Um, And I also post on the TikTok as well. So please go follow me on those. I hope that um, you, if you're going through finals week, you don't have as bad of a time as I am doing. Have. As bad of a time as I have. Wait, what? Every single time I try to end this, I can't do English. All right, thanks. Bye.